When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before back and we're back hello and, no we haven't introduced you yet i know i just want to make sure my mic was working oh god damn whatever it. he wants <laughs> i it's I. true okay you're right you're right Ooh. and i'm glad you're back oh oh i was out of fucking balance i think my mic is lower than everyone's sorry no Brett. it's the same i i hear it the same if i go let's just give her a little extra to appease her <laughs> even if it's just for myself <laughs> yeah, cut it out later. <laughs> turn it back down later in the actual. Turn it fully the, down and in, 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 in the record and post. Okay. Turn it down, but keep it up for the. There we go. <laughs> um, I have not been in balance because I haven't been without my tether, and we had a podcast where we had Mike Still and Danny co-hosting. How was it? Well, they're men. What am I going to do? Sorry, they're not. <laughs> they're not. First of all, they're men. Second of all, they're not you. And <laughs> thank you. And thank you. The, it just can't be replaced. I mean, I love these lovely men, I have to say. But they just don't. These men know things. They do. Mm-hmm. They came to the table. But uh, I got to say, it was, it was a lot of testosterone in the room. Oh. I bring a lot of testosterone on my own already, which is just uncalled for. <laughs> but um, what I'm trying to say, Veronica, is that I missed you very much. I missed you too. Did you? Yeah, I did. I'm in escrow. Congratulations. Thank That's you. amazing. We should ha- we have to introduce our guest so that you just give him shit for talking. And guess? I'm like, he should just talk. I know. It stresses it's you It's ridiculous. Out. You guys, you know him from his TV show. I can't pretend to be just talking to you. You know him from front. <laughs> you know him from Frontline, his TV show. Um, you know him from being a guest on uh, Comedy Central, CNN, <laughs> AP, uh, Adam Ruins Everything on TBS. Please welcome to the goddamn stage. It's just not a stage, it's a podcast. Adam Conover. Hello. Adam, 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 Adam. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm sorry for talking early. Adam, 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 over here, over What's here, up? over What's here. Up? All right. Hey, hello, yes, you, Who you ma'am. Who are you wearing? Who are you wearing today, Adam? Who are you wearing? Stephen Allen. Whoa. Oh, they really like that. <laughs> they really like that. They were, were a big fan. For that. Wow. Stephen Allen, the, the failing clothing store I'm wearing. Oh, my God. 
the crowd got bigger for some reason. <laughs> they love it when I talk truth about mid-market fashion brands. They're like, oh, that fucking store is closing so much. <laughs> yeah. So before we um, recorded, we had some technical difficulties that we all went through together and as a team. But Adam told us about this really cool video. On the other side of it. On this app. Well, first of all, he told us about this app called YouTube. It's great. They got every video. It. And then he found this YouTube for us to watch and listen to together as a, as a show called Picard. So I want to. I just want to say something. When he's I gonna pre- he's when gonna I first it. saw this clip, nobody knew where it came from or why it existed. I oh. first saw this clip in like 2003 on the internet, like before it was just like a f- quick time file. Well, they knew Somebody it came from wow. Star Trek. From somewhere. It came from Star Trek, but the context <laughs> is what's fun to talk about. So play it and then let's discuss what I think the context All right. is. All right. All right. Why don't you run the show? Yeah. Why don't you just run the show? Oh Adam? God, I'm wow, so you're sorry. The you're show. right. You're right. I, I'm sorry. It's my, idea. it's my why high tea. We actually need us. someone. We actually do a show. We actually need someone to run the show. We're being so shady and we're sarcastic about shit, it but it, we're also going like I'm being 100% on, sincere man, right now what your skills are are needed here okay here is the clip Yeah, Mr. Crusher set course for Starbase A Gene you're adorable B you're so beautiful C you're a cutie full of charm D, you're a darling, what? and E, you're exciting, and F, you're a feather in my arms. Picard's on the bridge right now. Oh, he's got a hat. Good to me. Yeah, he took out a straw boater. So heavenly, I, you're the one. <gasps> a cane from nowhere. He, he was tossed a cane. J, we're like Jack and Jill. I heard I a, came. So and I was like, yeah, me too. L <laughs> is the love light in your eyes. What? This has to be a M- song, right? N- he's not just improving this. I love this. I could go on all day. So coquettish. Q. <laughs> he is, indeed. Q. S. T, alphabetically speaking, you're okay. You make my life complete. V means you're very sweet. Double, you X, Y, Z. Acapella. It's fun to wander through the alphabet with you to tell you what you mean to. There wow, what go. a fantastic time. And then you we're get getting a, phone a call, call from potential, potential spam. spam. You know what's cool about... <laughs> that was the last wow. piece. You got the call right wait, before wait. engage. And then he tosses the hat. The alphabet with you to tell you Look at how well you know YouTube. To engage. I, ah, I miss that. And then he tosses and the hat. And then he tosses the hat. And so, so this is just out there. Where did you this find is just this? out there. This was literally sent to me as a by a friend by, in a QuickTime file, and I was like, "What is this?" And he was like, "I don't know." Someone sent it to me, and my theory is what I think it is. I think it might have been a DVD extra that came out years ago, and I think it's he's dancing on the bridge. Oh, it's yeah. with the Star Trek, you know, camera crew and everything, but it's him all alone doing this song, right? And I think it's him doing a. Special, he has special permission for an anniversary gift or something along those lines. Could I record a video message to it? We could easily look up if he had a wife or girlfriend named Jean, uh, which he says at the beginning. He says, Jean. But it's so charming. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he knows it so well. He like taps his hat and he like does this it's little. It's a little cutie stri- thing. You know what I yeah. think I, he was I, a girlfriend he had? Maybe, but I thought I Jean so. was a That's man. Cute. Like I thought oh. he was doing a camera test was with Jean somebody named Jean. <gasps> Jean Roddenberry. Oh. Well, that's it's, where it could I could be went. to Jean Roddenberry. 
that's a good point. I didn't, even, I didn't even think of that. I've I've been watching this clip for ten years. Oh, nice. And I never thought <laughs> it's Gene Roddenberry. Sometimes what you need is a woman's opinion. <laughs> you know he what I mean? He was singing it to his good friend, Gene, Gene Roddenberry. Gene Roddenberry. Are they friends? I don't know. I don't think they were friends. Gene was very Roddenberry did not want him to play the captain. Oh yeah, as it happened. So yeah. it actually doesn't make any sense. What's this video nice. called? Um, well, uh, so if guests, if if guests, or future also, guests, Roddenberry, or people want to look it up at home during it's those years, he Picard's was on so many song drugs and dance. too. Who? Roddenberry was. I was just reading last night on Wikipedia during the first two years of, of Star Trek Next Generation. He was like on tons of coke and stuff like that. Nice. He was like, that was one of the reasons he died was he was in very poor health because he was taking a ton of prescription and non-prescription drugs. So he, uh, yeah, he that's old. why he died at the young age of 98. Um, you know, because people, that's too soon. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? People were like, oh, so young when he um, died. Um, what's his video called? I want to Picard Song and Dance. That one is Did called Google Picard it? Song and Dance. Yeah. I, 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 I just Googled Picard song i think totally uh, unrelated well kind of off of this the word google i have a a google home a google mini thing at my house two of them and i always you have to say hey google or yeah okay google yeah. so you have to say those things to get the prompt them to start taking actions and i say okay google like I, for some reason, when I'm just haven't spoken yet that day, it's hard for me to say "Okay, Google." Yeah, the, the, it doesn't come out. So I'm, like, I'm always like, "Okay, Google," and then I'm like, "Ugh," <laughs> and it still responds. So it's weird because one of those is really ruder than the other. Like if I was to say, like if we were working together, and I was like, "You know, hey." Hey Alice, could you like look this up? Like that wouldn't yeah, be too rude. Funny. But if I was like, okay, Alice, could you look this up? <laughs> You'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> okay, Google, I think that's enough. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like this is it's so it's for bitchy people and non-bitchy people. <laughs> yeah, either way, either way you want to go. Um, so we have an episode today to watch. It is episode 420, which I think is appropriate because I feel like to enjoy this episode, you gotta be high. Oh, for sure. Um, it is episode four. Uh, 20 of season four Cupid so that's a pretty infamous episode um, I don't know if Veronica wants to pull up any facts about it but she probably will I'm at some point to. I'm actually texting some someone who has spoilers maybe about the new Picard show and I'm asking him okay, okay. good perfect that's exactly <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for that the thing to do right now and then I'll read the synopsis drum roll please uh, let me see if I have a drum roll uh this is good. It's good to have a stilted moment while somebody searches for a, a sound I, effect. I oh, but, here we go. Time for that. Time for that synopsis. Oh, it started production already. As the Ooh. Picard show. Oh, we've got we've got a a, a spoiler alert. <laughs> it started production already. So anyway, as Captain Picard, this is a synopsis for Keep It, as Captain Picard prepares to host a big event for the Federation Archaeology Council, the arrival of an old flame stirs an, up an unexpected drama. It was for Gene Roddenberry's birthday. They Aww. made this episode for Gene Roddenberry's birthday. Oh no, that's Picard, oh, song, and that's Picard song and dance was for Gene Roddenberry's birthday. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. That's so much. That makes it so much weirder because again, I just assumed it's a romantic song that he's singing. <laughs> it, it sounds is pretty like romantic. It, it's a it's like a vaudeville song about going on a date. You know, like about like you know you make my life complete. You 
I, yeah. you know, I think you're very sweet. Uh, and so to sing it to Gene Roddenberry Maybe makes it extra weird. Maybe he was doing it as fun. a troll. Maybe it's like an old British men code or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gene Roddenberry is <laughs> like, it's okay to be gay. Yeah. With each other and it's fine. I think in, in England it's okay to be gay and you're still straight. Yeah. Tell that to Alan Turing. If we could just check, get <laughs> well, our fact checking team on that. Uh huh. You tell that to it's Alan Turing. <laughs> Poor yeah, guy. well, somebody should have just told him. Yeah. If only he'd had more friends, just honestly. Oh, my God. Besides that one lady. Um, mm-hmm. But then he would not have had time to invent the computer. <laughs> and he had to invent the computer. The so computer. that we could all be here today. Hey, Alan. If, were you done hey. inventing the fucking computer yet? Alan. Look, we got a lot of stuff to do. If you could just finish inventing the computer. I know you want to have some friends. You want to do that, but you got to die alone because you got to have the computer. Just bullies <laughs> are everywhere. They are. It's true. <laughs> so this episode is garbage. Um, I'm going to say it and then I'm going to have Veronica be counterpoint on that because I was watching it and I was like, Bugh, no. Wait, Adam, what's your relationship with Star Trek in general? Oh, that's right. Oh, we have to talk about Oh, of course. About- I should talk. Uh, I uh, am a Star Trek fan. I am only a fan of the next generation. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. There you go. Great. I, and and okay, not that I dislike the others. Not that I dislike the others. Um, Deep Space Nine, I, was, I always had a grudge against because I was a fan of Babylon 5 when I was in high school, which uh-huh. is not a show that holds up great, but Deep Space Nine was seen as a mm-hmm. ripoff of Babylon 5, mm. so I always had a thing against it. And it and it really, it was deeply influenced by Babylon 5, quite obviously. And then the original series, I did not grow up with, and when I was a kid, I was always like, this is kind of old and weird. Now <laughs> when I watch it, I'm like, this is, the original series is clearly great television. Like, it's yeah. it's very beautiful. For the most part. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah like when you watch it, new remake masters and it's so Ooh, like yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. film it's gorgeous and compared to like the writing is any great tv at the time yeah right but that's true it's the the next generation was what was on, it was just on tv all the time mm-hmm. on every chance it just reruns mm-hmm. su- summer saturday afternoons and i watched a ton of it and it really got deeply into my psyche and pu- uh, also patrick stewart as picard is like such a uh, as a male role model had a deep influence on yeah. me because he's unusual for a male role model because he's not the Captain Kirk character. Right. He's, and especially in this episode, he has a lot of vulnerability. And it's to be growing up and there's not a lot of male role models, you know, to choose from. <laughs> so it's really hard to well, find there's a one. narrow, there's narrow, you know, there's a narrow yeah, there's constraint a of what male role models can be. There's and he box. does to a certain extent you know, go outside of that. Yeah, big time. You know, yeah. The he's, professor. He's an original, an original man. He yes. is like he's the OG. Um, he is uh, divine masculine. Ooh, I like that. So, like, you know, mm. there's ma- there's masculinity, and then there's masculinity that's just healthy, and like he's the healthiest version of masculinity. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's I, true. I would say. Well, Riker could be, you know, problematic. He's kind of the most perfect of all of the captains in terms of his like personality just as a like could you ask for a better captain right possibly exactly. right like, not He's really obama of <laughs> captain yeah although captain cisco uh a lot of people have him as his favorite just because of the positive like uh black parenting uh model which is yes. rare true. for the of time course. and a That's wonderful huge. character and janeway is a hugely terrific character as well and all these characters mean such important things uh, but Picard is clearly the best of all. Like Janeway is amazing, yeah. but I mean, it is a fair we all point. love Picard. Why am I like the the middle aged white guy is the best of all the captains? This is a fair. It would be a fair question I would ask myself. You no, know, and maybe that's a little bit not, of a default. There's three middle aged white guy captains. So that's true. Not necessarily, and now Captain Pike. Certainly, of Captain all Captain Pike the, rules. 
Yeah, Oof. I have not seen enough Give of the news. I've watched the first three of the new season of the new one. A minute with Captain Pike alone <laughs> in his quarters. Oh my God, he's hot. He's so hot. <laughs> I just watched the episode Captain where he Pike. goes to the Pike. Kling- Klingon. Yeah. And gets his time crystal. I mean, this man. Mm. <laughs> Anson Mount. I remember Captain yeah. Picard honestly yes, being like, I find he just he was, he's the first man who has a who has a young man. I ever thought that's a sexy man. Yes. Like where I had a, a I was like, I see a boner. How, I had a yeah, a bone. I mean, you know, a I'm a straight man, but I'm erect, like, he's a sexy were, man. What, eight? So you had that's a full healthy. Boner. I think that's very healthy. <laughs> yeah. I like I like that. It's really important. Yeah. For men to be able to understand this, that why other men are attractive and not have that be a threat. He's thing. just got something. He's just got something special about he him. Does. And then the rest that of the, knows. And then the characters, you know, the whole thing of the show becoming more and more of a source of comedy for me over my life. Whereas a kid, I took it very seriously and I love the science fiction writing and everything. But now the diplomatic missions. Yeah. But now when I watch it, it's like all the characters play parodies of themselves Mm -hmm. in my mind. Like Worf is now a comedy character. Riker, Riker is so much Frakes so much just started playing it for laughs. It's where he's like, he's the joke of the idea of the camp dashing man. Yeah. He's totally camp. To tag off a Met Gala reference. We just had the Met Gala. (laughs) People are debating. Not a lot of people understand what camp is clearly from the outfits and the Twitter responses, but yeah, Picard, like Riker is camp version of 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 Kirk. Kirk. Yeah, he's, a lot of times, especially because he's like not particularly handsome or dashing or strong or forceful. You find him very handsome. He's uh, my guy. A look. He's, he's your like guy. My really? guy. Yeah. I, I find him like in this episode, he has a scene where he hit, he has a comical hit on scene where it like goes poorly for him. Yeah. So he's oh like the guy who is trying to live the lifestyle of mm-hmm. the hunk, but is not quite the, is not quite the hunk. Right, to right, me, right. Co- comedy wise. I'm not saying you can't find him attractive. No, but. that's okay. I understand. He, he's good at, uh, kind of making fun of himself or like yes. just being this person who knows yes. he's this person. Like the whole thing of, I mean, Star Trek supercuts are the best thing. You know, the one of him sitting backwards in chairs, like the way he yes. sits, yeah, 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 where he puts his leg over the chair. I love that one so much. And like, that's like, of course, it's an acting choice, but you can tell eventually he's like, this is fucking funny that I'm doing this. I think he he knows. Uh, also, like, I don't know. I never up until the show that I'm doing, I never done a, a character for so long. Mm. And then I, I can see how, like, after a while, you're like, Where are the lines? OK, mm-hmm. yeah. right. You know, like yeah. you're yeah. like, all right. I yeah, can do well, it. This episode, bullshit, this, I'm not saying that it's easy, but you can see like the bullshits like. Yeah. That the character would do. And no, I do the same thing. So you thing. know how to do them? Well, I mean, I, I've been playing this characterized version of myself on my show for <laughs> yeah. years. And it's like, it, it. you start sleepwalking it. You start doing like, right. I, you want me to do a number one, do a number three? Okay, you got it. Got you know, it. it's just like really easy. You um, know, the choreography of yeah. the character in and, a way. And that's dangerous because then you have to find, okay, now I have to find moments to break out of that and like find a way to make sure it's not the same thing all the time. But people are coming back because they want the same thing over and over again. Exactly. So yeah. I remember when I tried to get my girlfriend Lisa into the show and uh, I started, I'm made a mistake uh, you dropped a name oh i sure did lisa, why don't you drop the whole name lisa hannah Walt. that's right <laughs> <laughs> we're one degree of separation right now guys yes. from the amazing lisa hannah Walt, who, who we should also have in the show you really should because she's of, primed and ready she's wonderful of, she would be so funny on the show married to a nerd of, like you creator of tuca and birdie on what? netflix just yes. came out i Check watched out. the first two episodes were so funny huge fan i lost oh, a lot huge oh, fan yeah. Lisa. yeah she's amazing that's great i think everyone should watch well, it it's really funny so i don't I, like her as a person but 
Oh, oh, that's that's okay. Okay. too. But that's Hollywood. That's Hollywood. Can you both? Yeah, can course. you like both? Yeah. I, yeah. You are. You are just a fan, and I'm. You know, I'm well, more specific. Damn. I, I tried to get her into the show I by. Love her. I love her. I, I'm so glad. I tried to get her into the show by showing her the the good episodes, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. two parters, or like the one where Picard like lives his whole life on on the farm planet. Ooh, and stuff. That, I'll debate you on whether that's a good episode or not. That well, is a good episode. The famous episodes, the one I it's used to amazing. talk. The ones I would talk to my friends about when we were in college. I remember that episode was good. And that she was like, I don't like this show. <laughs> then I showed her. <laughs> then I showed her like the episode where all the where they where they all get the sex virus, which is like the second episode yes. ever. And I just started explaining like Riker is funny this way, Worf is funny that way, and and we had just been watching Cheers, That's and she so was fun. like, Oh, this is Space Cheers. Yes. Oh, it's, it's character comedy on yeah. a spaceship, and that yeah. makes so it so much funny. more enjoyable when I you watch it. I love her. Like I'm imagining Space her Cheers in the background the of your house, just like going in the Guinan fridge, and then she sees that like Data. She just overhears Data going like, "I am programmed in multiple techniques," and she closes the <laughs> fridge, and she's like, "Oh, hold up!" Like that. I get it a hundred percent. Yep. Yep. It's and I love this show because it brings so much to the table for everybody to enjoy um, and this episode now that we're talking about it in context with the original series this episode feels super original series to me mm. like the way that it like it's like oh yeah here we are Nottingham you know it's just like so uh, vibey of you the have a natural aversion for anything that's like not the this the spacesuits they oh, wear. I also like anything that goes into a world because of fantasy. Because it's so thinly veiled that it's an excuse for them to play in another totally. world. And they overdid it's it. Just, they they, so they overdid it so much. To wearing those fucking suits, bored with time, episode. space yeah. rips and tears, and like the ability to like navigate through wormholes to other di- like bored. But like sci-fi is just never. But like boring. I wore the same outfit for ten days because I needed it for one episode, and I was gonna lose my mind. I was literally one okay. of those. Days I was like, yeah, man, being on Star Trek must be so hard. Like, well, mm. I'm so done wearing the same fucking outfit. It's they, funny, that's true. They just did it so much. So, like, when I saw this and it was Cupid, and I saw the picture of, I saw the 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 thumbnail of them in the Robin Hood outfits. Like for me, I'm like, oh god, it's one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Holodeck or something. Yeah, we're gonna be on pirate ships, or we're gonna be hot. And it's not even the holodeck is the funny part. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that Q doesn't even know how it's gonna play. Yeah. When it's the on the holodeck, it's, it is the when it's when it's on the holodeck then it's like the actors it feels like it's the actors impetus it feels like it's like the actors want to do this scene so like we let them be on the holodeck that's how it feels it feels that way because it's the characters deciding to do it so somehow that makes more sense to my brain but here it's Q so it's like what writer was like I just got done with this book it's called it's called the Sheriff of Nottingham True Tales or whatever like some I tell you what writer it is he wrote uh, yesterday's Enterprise and also wrote Captain's Holiday so he wrote the the first Vash episode me not Mm. me not hate Captain's Holiday no me neither and yesterday's Enterprise was like when Yar is back yeah Yeah, that's a good one Ben Rogers pointed out that the villains in that episode are called like Vorgons and the Risa statue is called a Horgon. <laughs> it's like they didn't think about it at all. What, the, what this episode reminded me of, though, more than anything, when they get to the Robin Hood stuff is, like, did you have the show when you were kids called Wishbone? There was a PBS show yes. called Wishbone. This is the writer the of these episodes. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Show that to he Brett. He has a purple Ira goatee. Steven Bar- Brett, we gotta Bar- put this in the uh, Twitter. He has a purple goatee. <laughs> That's the writer. That's also, there's like funny. a oh, by full the way, section of the wiki explaining his beard. So... 
so Wishbone was like the show with a dog who would reenact classic literature. Like it's like today the dog is Don, Don Quixote. Today and it's for children. I today the dog this. is Robin Hood. And that's just like what this reminded me of, where it's like <laughs> today we're doing Robin Hood. Yes. Why? There's no reason no, given. Yeah, yeah. Are we supposed to talk about this in order or can we just no, jump we can, around? We can, we can okay. literally do whatever so we want. We can talk about fashion the, the entire hour if you the want. The first 20 minutes of the episode yeah, let's are talk about, about that. are like really great uh, there are this love story and then 20 minutes into it they suddenly Q takes them to Robin Hood land for no reason and he no never reason. says why he never says why <laughs> and let me just try to find this out while Alice plays a clip and we keep uh, it has nothing to do with anything why they go to Robin Hood land it's I just, wild I mean we don't really need to see this I just think it's really funny that Picard's so stressed more scientific approach yes I literally was writing a breakup letter today and I was I was Picard I was like should I do this chronologically (laughs) or by topic (laughs) that's what his concern is (laughs) relax you've written a brilliant speech (laughs) it will need to be tomorrow I'm going to be addressing some of the greatest scientific minds in the Federation Switzer Clarktown Droff McFarlane I oh my God! McFarland. He's going to be addressing. I need captions. Uh, Janetta Switzer <laughs> and Mark McFarland without captions. This, and he said Plork. just one long name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like to me, that's what I, I hear like, in my ears. Yeah, Let's he's, do so, the he's so stressed out. So stressed out. So stressed out about his book report as a yeah. amateur archaeologist. It's super, and I know and when we have these person. moments with Picard, it's like it makes me so sad for. Patrick Stewart like <laughs> it's so embarrassing that he's like oh I gotta gotta write this paper and like deliver it to these oh McFarlane's gonna be McFarlane's gonna be there it's like so dumb you're the captain of the flagship of the Federation like this he's is just, so beneath you he's just imagining McFarlane look at him going like this fucking idiot yeah, doesn't yeah. know anything he's like oh McFarlane's approbation I can't handle it anymore and then they're doing archaeology in this super like I don't know. It's just strange to do like archaeology of a planet that like you don't have any. They're like, oh, this this planet, like everything's pulled out of thin air. Like, everything's frankly, pull, yeah. everything's just like, what like, are what, you talking yeah. about? What influence does this have on anything? They talk a lot about how there's a planet that everyone's doing archaeology on, but it's been closed to people for 200 years. And so, but it's got a lot of famous mysteries and Picard's written a report and there's a really big event today where all the archaeologists are getting together. Yeah. That's like a good third of the episode is just spent discussing that. And then it has no bearing on any of it. And there's sudden, so I'm like, okay, so this, this is the archaeology episode. And then no, boom, Q takes them to Robin Hood land. Yeah. Like they should have never... taken them to the mines or the, 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 yeah. the, 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 the Targon, I thought they were setting Close, up. Yeah, they Targus were setting up all this. Okay, Targus Three. You got an archaeology site. One day we're going to go <laughs> see that archaeology site. I've learned a lot about it. Time to put take take Chekhov's gun off I of the wall. To True see missed opportunity. Targus Three, which is yeah. apparently the most interesting thing in the universe. Yeah, but like, th- and then at a certain point when they do go down to Nottingham. Uh, I think Troy is like, is this Targus 3? And they're <laughs> yeah. like, nope. This is, nope, this this is the fictional England, uh, England yeah. And Picard story. goes, Picard goes, by the way, I must be Robin Hood and you are that the scene, Merry Man. And I'm going to go to that right now. Hats. We're going to skip yeah, past I the just, Vosh appearance because well, can, we get it, Vosh, whatever. Well, so he goes to his quarters and then okay. suddenly there's like the Horrigan. And then he's like, what? And then Vash is there. And then they immediately make out. I have one lover that I do that to. Yeah. (laughs) Veronica only has one lover. She does that with. (laughs) 
I, that's a lot. All the other people, I'm like, where are we at? Kind of like check in with each other. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Also, if they literally appeared in your house, I don't think you'd be like, great. You know, you'd be like, um, excuse me. Well, I'm supposed to know who's on this in ship. In this case scenario, I'm Bosch. I just showed up in their house and start making out with them. But there's only one person that I can do that with. Yeah. That I feel like it's okay. Uh, well, the rest I need to be like where we're at. Like, are they in a relationship? Is it okay? Oh yeah, I love this crusher, Vosh. Yeah. So this is a weird other thing that sets Let's up this thing where sketch. the whole B plot of this episode is that Vosh is mad because, like, Picard after he met her didn't go on his ship and then tell everybody about her, which y- doesn't make any sense with Vosh. Like the Vosh that we know is yeah. like a swashbuckling like archaeologist, like basically a criminal. <laughs> so it's like she yeah. does illegal shit all the time. I would be like, don't tell anybody you know me you, for your own safety of, of anything else. Like, but he she's mad that he didn't tell his friends about her. It's literally like an 11 year old wrote this episode. Yes. It's so crazy. I, it's I like, like a seeing, CW show. Like, so we seen Picard uh, stammer, like being nervous about this speech. And now we see him again. Just excuse me. So this is, a, so this is clearly the, like the effect they're trying to achieve. He's having breakfast legs. with Vosh. He's having breakfast with Vosh. Crusher walks in. Crusher walks in with her... Excuse me. Sexy sweater. Sexy morning sweater. Uh, That's all right. Uh, Allow me to introduce you. This is uh, Beverly. Dr. Beverly. Dr. Dr. Beverly Crusher. He's so um, nervous. Vash. Uh, She's a friend of mine from the Archaeology Council. I didn't mean to interrupt. The captain and I often share morning tea together. Yeah, bitch. You hear that? I know. Jean-Luc has told me all about you. Really? When was that? On Risa, where we met. I see. Well, that must have been during your vacation last year. No. Yes. <laughs> God, yes. he's so good. I love seeing him really? so up now. I know, He didn't mention you. So am I. Oh. Doctor, are you busy? Then get the fuck the out. I was wondering, I would love to see some more of this marvelous ship. I would be delighted to show it to you. I, um... <laughs> that is, if it's all right with you. Uh, this scene is great. Yeah, it is great. Of course. Yeah. Because they I'm both realize, it. they both realize, fuck him, and now we're going to twist Which, the knife. I would love that. I, but here's the thing. This is my... Then they go to the... This is my dream with everyone. Like, just <laughs> meeting worry. their SO I and being like, let's just myself. both go. <laughs> Together. So Without. great. My two girlfriends are hanging out. Fuck. <laughs> His Which face. I don't hate. His face was exactly that. Then then Riker sees them walk in. forward, where the council's welcoming reception will be held today. Well, I can't think of a better location. Tell me, does Jean-Luc come here often? Not often. The captain is a very private man. Would you like something to drink? Please. It's morning, remember. <laughs> this it's is morning, right. you're right. Well, Riker's always getting, already getting soused on red liquid. <laughs> from a beer. This is a great scene, too. Excuse me? I was referring to the view eternity. It never looked so lovely. Cool. All right. <laughs> you must be Commander Riker. I'm afraid you have me at a disadvantage. I didn't mean to interrupt. I believe you were about to tell me that my eyes are as mysterious as the stars. You're 
Betazoid. Hilarious. No, not at all. Really I love funny. that. It's just that Jean-Luc does a very good imitation of you. Can we, no, pa- can we talk no, about this? No, you're yeah, let's just talk about it, please. so transparent. <laughs> I don't need to be Betazoid, <laughs> idiot, for to hear a fucking bad pickup line coming from across the bar. I feel like <laughs> just a woman. I'm just used to it. <laughs> well, also, I love that Riker in this world does the same pickup line so regularly, <laughs> and it's a two-part pickup line that Picard knows it by heart, and he's told it her a year ago, and he's still out using the same pickup. So it's like he's running the he game. Went, also, he's yeah, the game. What is he the, got the, out of a book? book. Yeah. yeah, the yeah, space the, game. So uh, <laughs> Riker was like before space, game. Picard went down to Risa, where he met Vash. He was like, "Okay, get yourself a Horgon. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Just make sure to grab one. And when you meet somebody, you might want to use this tried and true. This that I have. <laughs> this and two parter. So probably told him that before he went down to Risa, where you do not need a pickup line. That's the one place where you definitely all you need is a Horgon. You don't need to say anything. Literally put it there, and someone will pleasure you. Women. And then also the other thing about this. Uh, encounter that I love is that so they've just come from the quarters where they were where like they were gonna have sexy breakfast I guess and then they're like ooh we didn't know you didn't like they're just like playing Picard and they're so chummy and then they walk into 10 forward and it's just weirdly wooden and they're like anyway this is 10 forward Cool. Like that it's will just be a nice place really to have strange. the council meeting. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm like, why aren't they like giggling or something? Like if it is conspiratorial and yes. otherwise it seems like what is the deal here? Like are they are they mad? Are they not mad? What what's going on? And then they walk away and then I forgot the other thing I was gonna say, but I do like the fact that Vosh my favorite thing about 80s TV is that you don't have to look like a model to be like a 12. Like yeah. she walks in and everybody's like, holy shit, she's the hottest woman I've ever seen. <laughs> and she's just like pretty good looking, but she's not. She's very she's attractive. She's in her 40s. She is, she is like. She's very attractive, not just like modern TV. Yeah. yeah. She is like oozing sex though. Yeah. Like in the, she is like sauntering yeah. in, like swaying and <laughs> like in, in her performance. Yeah. To the extent that I was like, not knowing where this episode goes, I was like, maybe she's like an evil sex alien. She's like a succubus type. Because she is so just like, good to see you, John. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Right, she does her Mm. thing. But you know, she's like kind of also a little normal looking. Like if she walked into this room, you wouldn't be like, Oh, is it a celebrity? You know what I mean? She's not like Gal Gadot or something yeah. like that. You but know, and I a, love that about 80s TV where it's just a like. There's a scene, there's a scene later where War, she walks by and Worf turns and looks at her and says, nice, nice legs. legs for a human, which is so <laughs> funny. Does, oh, that fixed it. That's what fixed it. Thanks, Worf. Because we know outside of your species dating is really bad. Wait, what? That doesn't matter. Also, just Worf. He only dates outside of his species. I, I know. It's just so funny for him to have a horny thought like i don't expect him <laughs> it's to be true hmm. you don't think of war for having a horny thought but she brings it out in everyone yes she but does she's just so insanely hot that even Worf, <laughs> even Worf cannot resist saying something about it which yeah. is so great yeah okay so see there are amazing things so, about this episode Alice. well there's <laughs> No, there's okay. a lot of great yes, things about the episode. <laughs> I love the first 20 minutes because it's one of the great things. Because it's small human drama, right? They're on yeah. a spaceship. Yeah. But the whole drama for the first 20 minutes is Picard is upset because his girlfriend showed up and she's mad at him. And also that's fucked things yeah. up with Crusher. I just wish they'd given her a real reason to be mad. 
Because yeah. it's so undermining of the character that they've written of yeah. Vash to be mad about something so stupid. Also, right. she, I don't think she really cares. I think that's yeah. where they're leading us. But you, I think Vash is just there for her own. Here's the thing, though. You said earlier it's the B plot. That's wrong. It's the A plot True. of the episode is that she's first. mad at him about this. The culmination of the whole Robin Hood plot line, it ends with her going, oh, you do care about me. Yeah. Which is insanity. Insanity. Right. <laughs> but that it's the is it's insanity from Vash's perspective because Vash like I would engineer an entire thing to make it seem like Garrett cared about me like I certainly would do something like this and be like I'd hire people I'd make it so that he had to learn archery <laughs> like I, I would do a million things like this if I had the resources for it but like Vash I definitely you. would not she would I be like I believe you what? in a scary way I'm like scared yeah. that you will try to do something yeah I'm a like terrifying this. person <laughs> it's really important the other night I had a thing with Garrett where he was like he did something mean to me at a wedding that we went to and I like and he apologized immediately when I told him I was bothered by it. He was like, wow, he really took in what I said. And he was like, this is really amazing. And thank you very much for telling me. And, and I'm like, okay, great. And he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I need you to be like, oh, you are my love. Like, I need you to be like all, Italian? you know. Yeah, Italian. <laughs> You're not being Italian enough. Passionate you know? Italian. He's not. He's just like, in, uh, he's data. And I don't know. I uh. ended up with data. And that's what I always wanted. And now I have it. And I'm just like manifest it. Manifest destiny over here. So anyway, Garrett, let's get married. All right. Uh, moving on. <laughs> have well, you been proposing to him? You want like, to talk about. Yeah. I just you want to talk about fashion, right? You like to talk about fashion? Yeah. I would like to talk about you, Picard's. You like, to, you like to talk about fashion? You guys like fashion? You guys like fashion? Well, you said earlier. You want to talk, I want to talk about Picard's sleeping romp him. Oh, yeah. I really love that outfit. It have is, you talked about it before? Does he wear that a lot? Um, well, we haven't really discussed it yet this season, but it is uh, one of his many sleeping sexy attires. Um, this charger isn't working again. Do you have a trick? We're low bat. We're low bat. Let's Alice, find it. yours is technology destroyer. Thank you. I don't know why I'm happy about you saying that, but I am because. <laughs> Wait, okay. So we want to go to when she shows up. Is that when we see the romp? Uh, no, that's when Q, Q oh, that's shows right, when up. When Q's tucking him in. Q is tucking him in in bed. And Q is showing up to do him a favor. He's insistent yeah. on doing him a Which favor. Which you never want. That's you, one of your, That's like one of your codependent relatives doing you a favor. Oh, here, yeah. here it is. Here's his little romp him. It's a party going on right now. And I found the spot. Okay, so Vash is all mad. Yes. Oh, it's so he's two piece. He he's two piece. It's his deep V. Deep V. It's the deep V. Yeah. Sleeping alone. He's in his tiny little too. bed. His he's, tiny little shorts. It's like deep yeah. V scrubs. Oh, you got it. Great. Thank you very much, Brett. And it looks um, like he has to take the whole thing off to pee and poop. <laughs> like it doesn't. No, I think it's separate. <laughs> I think it's short. It's a full romper. He needs Here. it. It's a romp him. We'll I'm see. In no mood for your foolishness, Q. You're in a mood for a, if he poops without you. toilet paper, he needs to get up and get some. He needs to get fully smaller. dressed back he again. Waddle. <laughs> first, I thought it was a horrible lecture of yours, but I was mistaken. <laughs> Love Whatever that he changed the lecture. The we'll have to wait until tomorrow. I had such high hopes for you, Picard. Sleepover. I thought you were a bit more evolved than the rest of your species. But now I realize you're just as weak as all the others. Still, it pains me to see the great Jean-Luc Picard brought down by a woman. What woman? <laughs> so he's just like bullying him because he, ooh, you like her. Yeah, this, that's it, all this is. Yeah. And it doesn't, like, it all just seems so juvenile and beneath 
their characters that we know. Cause it's like yeah. brought down by a woman. Like that's not weak. That's not what yeah. I, I don't think in any other circumstance, like he's super like Q's super romantic. He loves like emotions and weird yeah. shit like that. Right. Like I don't, th- I don't and understand brought, why he has a problem with it. And brought down doesn't make sense. The only conflict so far is that, Vosh wants to go to the archaeological site and Picard's like, that's closed. It's not allowed. Right. And they had a brief fight and he took her shovel out and was like, I'm gonna have to confiscate your shovel. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. So like, there's no way he's been brought down. He just like, they're having a fight and Q is like, Ooh, you care about her. You whip dude. That's it. It's so strange. And then they go to this, they go to their, the finally he's about to give his speech that, uh, Q has advertised as very is so, bad. His, his speech, speech is cute. His speech is gonna suck. Like we know it right away. He gets up on the stage in his in his, in formal, his dress uniform. No wonder he was nervous. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, members of the Archaeology Council. I love welcome. a good blue Martian. <laughs> yeah. Mystery. <laughs> it is the mystery of Tagus Three that brings us here together today. This is fully... Merriam-Webster defines archaeology. More argument, (laughs) more deduction, more speculation than the best works of fiction. They also give it a ton of time. Excuse the conceit. (laughs) They're like... So much time. They've like a good two minutes of this. Detective story. For several years now, I have been trying to unravel And then the a little hat on Dr. Crusher. Just to say I've not succeeded. A hat appears on her. This is where this episode... Troy started to I was like oh we're oh no because not just the fact that they go to Nottingham Forest and that they have this whole Robin Hood thing but the way it starts to kind of like manifest it's just like oh you have a hat on your head and then it's just like Troy looks at Crusher and she's like you've got a hat on your what (laughs) the fuck is your attitude about this like you need to be alarmed like this is a intrusion there is a weird thing on your head like it's not like just like Calm down. Well, normally, no, but when, it's not like it. <laughs> normally when they do this ep- kind of episode, it's like it's like in parentheses. It's like silly romp episode, yeah. And they don't do that here because we've just had twenty minutes of Vosh and Picard yeah. hanging out, and and so it's like, what level of reality is this? Right. right is, are right. we on the holodeck or not? Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. Yeah. Is um, also Q. It's just it's so many elements already by this point. So when this starts happening, it's like. I yeah. guess this is yeah. going to tie it all together or we're just going to keep yeah. going in crazy yeah. spirals. Yeah, it's a bad improv scene, but it, it, it continues. <laughs> inventing. They, just, they keep inventing. It, it continues. They head on down to uh, the planet, not the planet, the, the world that has been created by Q. Which is completely Griffith Park. They've, they've shot. They're like we're in. We, we appear to be in we're Sherwood Forest. Clearly in Sherwood no, Forest. This is Runyon, isn't and it? And there's like the the right in front of the Greek theater. Um, <laughs> Someone jogs by with some pugs. <laughs> with a with a full on Walkman. Um. So I'm just waiting for it instead of. Okay. What the hell? Oh yeah. So we have to go to commercial. Oak trees on Tagus. No, I think this is supposed to be Earth. Somewhere now about this the 12th century. Absolute. This is England, or to be more precise, Sherwood Forest. Now how does he figure this out? Of it. Right. But the the o- fine that he knows that. Fine. Fine if that they drop the me only- in a random Venezuelan forest, I wouldn't be like, 
Yeah. But if you were wearing a specific hat, would you? Like, he's Fine, deducing so much. But are you familiar with all of Venezuelan literature and everything? Like, this is what drives me crazy. It's like, he. this is a, like, centuries-old text at this point. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. The fucking, I a don't millennia. know it's any specifics about Robin Hood besides Maid Marian, Little John, and... And Robin Hood himself. That's all I know. The and Disney it's from cartoon. the Disney animated and they're foxes. So like there is nothing that I know right now today. But OK, maybe Picard knows because he seems to be specializing in that type of shit. But the fact is, Explain these costumes. everyone else right, also knows. One. Yeah. And they go through all the John characters. Little. You're John well, Little. He's little John. That makes you. I know. Maybe then that the, they're assuming Hood. this is. Sir, they're saying to I us protest. that this is. I am Rick. not a merry man. Wait, this is the most famous Alice? wharf quote, by the way. <laughs> Have you seen this? No. There's like I mean, YouTube videos of oh, wharf the, yeah, saying, that. "I'm not a merry man." <laughs> Well, like, so, but warf- that means this warf- warf- knows. Is so, yeah. It's so lit. This is like this leather little like it's so nice poncho. It's amazing. It's really great. Yeah, a scalloped poncho. This should have been like at the Met Gala. Frankly, <laughs> let's just talk about, talk about, about how this could right have been. Um, Ooh, I would have dressed up as war- as like a Klingon with like full prosthetics and then in a Merry Man you costume. Would that would have. be so tight. I think you would have. Broken the internet. I would love My to break internet. the internet. I would have been broken by you. This is though. Like, what would I have done for a show? I, and you know, this goes to the my theory about Star Trek TNG being a comedy because for their just in season four already to go like you know it'd be funny. Let's put Worf in a. Let's make him a merry man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's dress him against type. Isn't that funny? Ha ha. Uh, Data's uh, Data's Friar Tuck. He's bald. Isn't that funny? You know, like it's they're they're so into. Let's just play it for laughs. We're bored of doing this seriously. Yeah, for real. And then they do it so you know, it's slapdash. On the contrary, Lieutenant Worf. What is camp? Your clothing identifies you with the character of Will Scarlet, just as Geordi's Mandolin identifies him as Alan Dale. See, now and these are the obscure characters. Alan Adale. Alan Adale. The fuck is that? They all know like the fifth and sixth leads from <laughs> Robin Hood. <laughs> so camp is described as like performing something that you love theatrically. Yeah. So we're fully can kill it in yeah. this red carpet. Yeah. So uh, they find out they're in Nottingham and then there are all these characters and then they're and then Q comes to inform them that Maid Marian, who is Vosh, has been kidnapped and is in the castle with Sir Guy, I guess, who is a, I guess a Robin Hood character. I yeah. guess so. Because I and, thought that the sheriff of Nottingham. No, yeah. I guess he's the bad king or whatever. He's the evil king. Oh, yeah. So the OK. So Sir Guy and the sheriff. Two yeah. guys. Right? Yeah, two different people. So Vash is holed up in this castle with this motherfucker. And I love Troy in this outfit, by the way. Troy, I, I wish she could have been more casual throughout oh the God. show. Troy and Crusher do not have Robin Hood characters. They're just in hats. They're not like that's some right. particular person. Yeah, I know. Person. That's true. That's a really good They're point. Like, I didn't see that. I used to, I used to uh, be the director of this uh, high school theater group. And those are the characters that you come up with just to like finish casting like yeah, the rest yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. not gonna be like no you can't and do you'd the be play. a sheep yeah you'd <laughs> yeah, be yeah. like you'd be a uh, the fifth merry man yeah it'd be <laughs> better if they were like just trees you know they're like oh and i'm someone's bindle have you seen oh, okay. that, that meme of someone being like uh if you're having a bad day at least you're not the grass and it's like a photo of a kid's play and then there's a kid who's the grass <laughs> it's just like laying on the floor it's exactly what this <laughs> so is so that is <laughs> troy so now, Q, this is the part of the episode that of everything not making sense that makes the least sense at all, because Q has done this 
to do a favor for Jean-Luc. And the favor is to prove to him that being in love with a woman is bad because it'll cause him to sacrifice himself in a bad way, which does barely make sense. Even if that was what ends up happening in the episode, which it isn't. Yes. (laughs) So right. Correct. Doesn't make any like this whole element of Q trying to do him a favor is like barely even intelligible. It would be so much easier to be like, I'm Q here to torment you and I'm going to, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. And I guess to uh, maybe justify it a little bit, it's like, this is Q pretending that he's here to do him a favor because Q can do anything he wants. So he's like, I'm going to justify it this way today because I'm bored with saying I'm here to torment you. I guess, but it's still like, so what he says here, Q says, maybe Marion's there and you got to go rescue her. But if you go there, some of your friends are going to die. So are you going to sacrifice your friends in order to save the woman? Yeah. And that's really strange too, because like, don't ask the friends. Like, maybe just ask all the friends to to do what they would want to do, which is, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 let's go save her. Like, what? I'm not going to stand here in this dumb forest. Like, yeah. we should probably all participate in whatever this is so that we can work together to not be in Q's control. Yeah. And it's, yet, <laughs> it, it's it's like when you play, uh, if you ever play Dungeons and Dragons, you play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. When And someone comes and says, uh, help me, right? Everyone says, should we go help? Yeah, of course, because we're playing fucking Dungeons and Dragons yeah. is what you do. You don't just yeah. sit around and not go on the adventure. So, of yeah. course, they go do it. Right. And then, the but the crazy thing is, like, he puts Picard in this box where he's like, you, okay, here's where he says it. Oh, look at this. Okay. According to Pillar, well, we were trying to break it. Someone said, let's throw these characters into one of these classic of the, of the classic love stories. Mm. Burst, uh, Bear, the writer, had initially proposed setting this episode at Camelot. On Ira Steve, Stephen Burr's suggestion, Michael Pillar changed it to Sherwood Forest to capitalize on the popularity of Robin Hood at the time. The Prince of Thieves. Oh, oh my God. Totally. With Christian Slater. Got it. Yes. So that's why we were, are now watching shitty Game of Thrones. <laughs> Amazing. He, the writer was a fan of Robin Hood and in particular the Earl F- uh, Flynn, The Adventures of Robin Hood. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I, didn't I know love there were when Robin a writer. I wish it they was were... just they, like their justification is that it just seemed that uh, Robin Hood and his band of Merry Men was a very nice group to put our guys into. And then we just played it why for fun. Why aren't there any? Clearly. Like, there's no real justification there, other than like, it would be fun. All. Not at all. I mean, it could have been foreshadowed in some way yeah. or Q never even says, here is what, here is how I came up with Robin Hood out, out of anything it could have been. <laughs> he just does it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and that being that it's in the context like it, it like that it had just come out and it was a popular show. That makes total sense. Like there's no need for justification for the audience because they're like. Oh yeah, more Robin Hood stuff. Like I want to see more Robin Hood well, stuff. Sure. Yeah, they're basically admitting that it's a four, season four kind of like luxury. They when have I was a kid and I saw this like the first time, I was definitely down. I was like, "This rules!" Like I love <laughs> that there's fucking hats yeah. and shit. It was time appropriate. Yeah, like I remember yeah. those Robin Hoods and being like, yeah. uh, the the silly one, the funny yeah. one. Yeah, the, like a huge. I was fe- having all sorts of feelings about men, men in tights. Men in tights yeah. All sorts of feelings about that. So I was like, yep. I remember this and being like, everybody looks great. Robin Hood I'm was into Really in, yeah. yeah it was very, yeah, very it's in. true. And Princess yeah, Bride came out, yeah, and it was that whole thing. I also read that this was voted the fifth funniest Star Trek episode of all time out of any series. 
the fifth funniest episode ever. Oh my god! Which is really silly. That's not true. That's de- the, like deliberately funny, I guess. They, they have a couple of jokes. There's some gags where like Troy accidentally shoots Data in the chest with an arrow, and, and he's all like terrible. It's all yeah. like some of the worst comedy writing I've ever seen. And then there's other episodes that are so funny. Yes, like deliberately funny. Yes. Uh, see, this is another thing. Comedy is subjective. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Well, some Isn't people weird? some people just want to see Worf in a in a red tunic and that's funny to them. Uh, you know what? It's like and it's not unfunny. Honestly, comedy is subjective. Maybe Nick DiPaolo is your thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Worf smashing the forge's mandolin and subs- uh, and the non sequitur apologies and homage to National Lampoon's Animal House. <laughs> Speaking of Wow. wow. <laughs> that right. gets a double wow. Double wow. All right, so I just want to watch choice, this scene. Rob. You can either take your ease in this sylvan glade or risk your life to save the woman you care nothing about. My feelings toward Vash are irrelevant. I would attempt to save any innocent life, as you well know. Yes, but what about your married men? Are you willing to jeopardize their lives as well? I mean, yeah, John they Delancey would. looks hella good in this. more than Data's or Troy's or Worf's. You know, Worf, you'd make a perfect throw rug in Nottingham Castle. Q, I asked you to put an end to this before someone gets hurt. Oh, that's impossible. You see, I've given this fantasy, as you call it, a life of its own. I have no more idea what's going to happen than you do. But of one thing, I'm absolutely sure. Horses so bored. Chilling out. Such a bored horse. Come to Nottingham this Castle. episode was shot on Paramount Stage scared. 8, 9, and 16. Strange yes. Angels on Stage 5. Hmm. Amazing. So then Picard is like, and he has a little moment. Oh wait, this is everything for us was shot in one day. Yeah, for sure it was. I just think it's funny. Picard has this moment where he's like, "Ugh, I've got to go alone," <laughs> because of what Q said to him. Because of what like, Q said, he's like, "I can't bring everyone else because they'll be murdered, so I have to go by myself." And at one point, when but like these are trained officers, yeah, yeah. that go in like. Uh, interplanetary missions. They're on the military. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're like, soldiers. Literally military. And also when he trained goes, in combat. When he's like, when he comes and he's like, so are you going to risk your life and the or and the life of your crew? Like at that point, what are you talking about? Like somebody isn't like, wait, what's going on? Why are we about to die? I feel like I'm just in a costume here, and it doesn't yeah. really matter. Is there some monster that you haven't told us about? Like yeah. that we can or cannot defeat? Like. Please tell us what's happening because if you're saying my life is in danger, like, and I don't know why. Yep. He's just like, no, you're, ooh, it's risky. Why? Yeah. And then Who later, knows? when they go to fight to jump ahead, if you don't mind. Yes, let's do when it. When they when they go to fight and rescue Vash, this they gardens. just they just easily kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like they just run in there. Yeah, of course and they've they got do. their swords and they're just like, you know, there's uh They wouldn't give swords to the women. They just gave them like faces. <laughs> I really want to I, I love this so much. Is even Jordy grabs like a sword and is like ding 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 ding. Yeah. And yeah. then oh, both, fight scene. Both, both women Crusher both Crusher and Troy grab pots and smash guys over the head with them. It's And that, to me, is just makes me so mad because this entire episode, I didn't play that for no reason because it's just audio, but for this whole episode, the the like little running joke gag is that Troy's been trying to figure out how to fucking fire a, like an, a bow. Yeah. She's been trying to practice with this bow and arrow the whole episode. So it would be such an easy, good, fun payoff to have Troy shoot somebody in the chest and then go, I did it. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a joke that you could have easily used and then paid off later and had 
not some dumb thing where women can only smash people over the head with things. Especially because I was just watching an episode where they were like, Crusher made this big thing about like, oh, in the past, like men and women used to be treated differently. But now in the Star Trek future, like we're totally equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's explaining to some, this to some alien. But except in this scene, well, it's, women don't use swords. No, no. <laughs> you know, even though we completely could and there's no reason that Jordy is going to be better at this than anybody. Like Jordy is a total engineer nerd. Like there, he's yeah. in the military. He's blind. Jordy would be thing, a guy. Everyone's military uh, military personnel. Like yeah. these people yeah. are trained. Yeah, yeah but like I every would think one that of them. Any doctor or counselor, and like the doctor and counselor, Bones are used both to the punch ones, people. You know. Yeah, and they were the ones also practicing aikido all the time. So yeah, they was doing their yoga. <laughs> I don't see Jordy up uh, doing his fucking yellow belt shit. So anyway, guys. But- that sucked. But so again, when when they sit, the fight scene was a big disappointment to the, the fights, old Wetterland. It really is not that great. Um, and there's a lot but of it's cha- Star oh, Trek. What so. about what about Picard's big line where the Sir Guy goes, "I am the best fencer in all of Nottingham," <laughs> and then Picard says, "Do you want to find the moment where he says this?" Yeah, I do. Because it's such a big fucking. And re- it also just feels like there's a missed moment. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Play from there. <laughs> I'm the best fencer in all of Nottingham. The Worf's really killing it. Oh, here's Jordy. Jordy's costume rules. Yeah, Um, he does. You know that? More trivia. Wait, Wait, here here we go, here we go. Oh, yank. Yank, yank, I'm sorry, this is a long pot. There's the pot smash. Crusher's like, I did it, I smashed a pot. And she's like, oh my god. Okay. Oh, it takes so long to deliver this line. I know, it's like We've forgotten what he's responding to. Okay. It's, give I us love the punchline. The, the fake brick like walls. It's so Media, long, I love it's the like fake a full brick. minute between uh, I'm the best fencer in all of Nottingham. I know, I didn't That's something. Here we go. <laughs> they cut to like Here seven other fights. Here we go. Deliver it! What would that be? I'm not from Nottingham. <laughs> That's the moment at which he murders him, yeah. He literally just kills so that guy what after a, doing that. The, he stabs him in the in the stomach. Such a gruesome way to die. Yeah. What a sad last thing to hear. So it just, I felt like it was a missed moment to be like, I'm not from Nottingham. Like, isn't there a pun oh, yeah. there that we could have I'm notting, know. I'm not. I'm not. Not. Nottingham not. from Nottingham. Whatever. Yeah. What's your trivia? Well. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Frakes. Suffered a cut eye when his prop quarter stuff broke after being hit by a sword. Oh, and he no. had to be taken to the hospital. A cut eye. You said it like it's, that's the way you say cut eye all the time. A cut eye. Oh, a cut no, eye. we got a cut eye. <laughs> and then, did, however, due to the rush, he was taken in his Robin Hood era clothes. Uh, Sir, we need 10 cc's of uh, morphine. We have a cut eye. We have a cut eye in, in Ward 3. Oh, uh, no, another Get cut eye. Get him a bed. There's so many cut eyes tonight. Sorry. I mean, fun of... You're making a mistake people made 10 years ago. What do you mean? <laughs> Just making fun of my what, my accent. No, it's an interesting it? emphasis. Uh-huh. That you put, it's an emphasis yeah, it's that an you emphasis. put on the, the wrong I've been, place. I've been, it's not a pronunciation I've been commented. Thing. It's, it's my, emphasis. <laughs> that's how I speak. But that's how Americans speak Spanish, too. Every emphasis is wrong. Every, yes, yeah. Yeah. So I'm it's sure. like, cut eye all the time. <laughs> Of course that is. Could I? Me speaking in Spanish, like I have a pretty good accent, so I just sound like a weird idiot. In sometimes I get if I'm in Spain and I'm starting, <laughs> You're pretty to, good. It's just me being like, Alice is pretty Hi, good. Hi, water, 
to my belly with for thirst <laughs> too hot some days you know people are like what is wrong with this person they're having she a breakdown good, but they're it's having like... a full stroke <laughs> um uh, You're pretty good at it. So, uh, so he had a cut eye. After this, after this fight, so they kill everybody and they save Maid Marian. And then Q shows up and he's like, "See, I proved my point. You sacrificed yourself for the love of a woman." And they're like, "No, <laughs> that's not what happened. The, he saved me, and everything went super well. And love is good. Like, what are you trying to?" And then prove? he's like, "Oh, you're good." Yeah. And then he's but like, "Oh, I like, I like he her." He got what he wanted out of it because he was entertained by the whole thing. Like he had his, like Q's whole point is to be like. He's just so bored because he's has yes. um, he has omnipotence and all he wants to do is hang out with Picard really bad and so yes. all he does is do shit to Picard and so I feel like at the end of the day the reason maybe he would say anything about Picard and Vosh is he's jealous because he sort of is in love with Picard yeah and well and he's to Vosh he's like you are quite an intriguing woman yeah yeah, yeah. and she is yes. and then he stays with her like so this is the bit this was like the biggest payoff in the whole movie is is Picard is teleported back Vosh does not come along and then he's like where did Vosh go <laughs> and then she appears in safari clothes in safari clothes with Q I may not show my feelings to my crew oh and they're having a little heart to her I do oh have yeah them. Touch I just wish face. Garrett would say this to me. I miss you, Because he's dry, but he's a. So, Pisces. where are you off to now? I haven't made up my mind. Uh oh. Uh oh. After all, she has the entire universe to choose from. Q's there, like, partner. saucily crossing his legs in his not? little shorts, like, yes. I'll tell you why not. Now, Jean Luc, let's not be unkind. He's devious and amoral and unreliable and irresponsible and. You're responsible. And definitely not to be trusted. He doesn't pick Remind up his room. Someone you know. <laughs> I love that line because she's like that. Yeah. 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 Yes. I love Vosh in general. Like Me too. she's so done with that dress and fun. she's just playing along. She's I'm willing to marry this no guy just ever. to get yeah. away with this shit. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. when she when she like when she's uh, Sir Guy is like, I'll kill you if you don't marry me, and she's like, Fine, yeah, let's get yeah, married. Yeah, yeah. She great. knows that this is not oh, Robert permanent. Had, he intoxicated me. Don't worry. Don't yeah, worry about yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, she knows that this shit is not permanent. So I'll she's play the game. like, yeah, she's a sure. fucking survivor, like a badass. That's yeah. great. I love it. And then she's gonna go. She's now hooking up basic with Q to like, travel the world. Yeah. Uh, One and question they I have really is like have, when she wasn't on the ship. And she was, was she just still in Nottingham or did she just straight up go to the continuum for a minute and work this deal out with him? I think they like went to the archaeological site or whatever that she wanted oh, to go to. Because Q was like, do you want to go to this archaeological site to Picard? And he was like, no, I don't want to go. It's been it's closed like for 200 years. Tickets. It's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. Must you always Picard doesn't so want to go with me to this stupid thing. Like now I have these dumb tickets yeah. that I do got from the continuum. you guys want to know more facts? Yes, yes. I do. Marina Sirtis and Gates McFadden are the only two people who are actually trained in sore fighting. Really? Yeah. <laughs> They're the, the type of shit. Are, like, look, of course. Uh, McFadden commented, Marina and I have always laughed at, about the fact that both of us can do fencing and that sort of thing. We're the ones who bash pots over <laughs> warriors' heads instead of doing karate or whatever. <laughs> that sucks so and hard. Then, but the, the director got a few letters about Cupid that the woman who wrote uh, asked why weren't the ladies involved in a more modern way with the fighting. Yeah, because it made no sense. It really stands out. It's like they're in a fucking video game and all they can do is so pick up embarrassing. Pots. It's really bad. The, so, but they, he gave the excuse that people do give, like, 
people who are like in Game of Thrones who are like, why, in, why isn't the cast so diverse? And it's like, it's not like period appropriate. And it's like, or it's a fantasy and you can do whatever. It's fiction. Yeah. It's, it's also Game, not Game of Thrones is not in the past. I know. But here's <laughs> and the, so he's saying, is this. This is in the future. Look, it yeah. was my feeling that we went back to the 12th century and we were doing 12th century and I can't change history. Oh, <laughs> my, oh God. my God. That is the most fired. fucking bullshit cop out excuse ever. That is Ever straight up lie. It's been used up until now, by the way. Oh my god! No people, no people use that today. Yeah, like that's a big thing. And like I, I play a lot of video games. I follow video games, and that's the thing. People will be like, "It's not historically appropriate." It's like it's a fucking fantasy video game, and also our our idea of what was historically appropriate is also a fantasy. It's also wrong. Like our idea of what medieval England is like is something that we created in the last couple hundred years. Written by a specific uh, demographic, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so, like. Yo, there was black knights. Yeah. They existed. Just another like, example. They just maybe weren't knighted by the like we English. Did, we did a thing on Adam Ruins Everything. Like, you know, cowboys were like mostly black and Latino. Right. Because <laughs> so crazy. they were in the fucking South and in Texas. Yeah. Right? So it's it shit like that. And yeah, in medieval England, there were like Moors in Spain. Yes. There yes. were like and there were tons of women stabbing people. I guarantee you. Oh, like, for sure. You know, not like knighted or they whatever. They would not but, stop. Yeah, like, you know, people, everyone, everyone had They're going to come back and haunt you and stab you tonight, tonight if you keep writing like this, Meta Such Hollywood. Such a cop out to say that. We I, were this in does remind century. me, and I'm sure you do, you probably watch Game of Thrones. I actually bailed out a couple seasons ago, wow. and now I'm regretting it. Because you would too be much, part of a conversation. It was just every time you watched, there was a different child being sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is, it was and a bummer season. And I was like, watching it. this makes me oh, yeah, feel no, sad okay. every time. Yeah, no. Yeah, so yeah. I, and well, I, was, I, I came know. to it for that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I watched the last episode and it was really terrible to women. It was, but they had a, I this, heard a lot of complaints. they had a conversation about electability basically uh, with like, who should have the, cr- the crown? Is it Daenerys who is super qualified for it and wants it or, should it be John who just people kind of like him? I don't know why. It was like literally like that. It was just Jesus like, wait, Christ. what the fuck? Uh, Jesus so yeah. Christ. Any more trivs? Um, yeah, I have one more thing. Uh, Please regale us. <laughs> I have one more thing, which is like the scene where Picard is like nervous because Crusher comes in and mm-hmm. introduces Tuvash. Mm-hmm. Like none of his stammering and stumbling is in the script. He decided that. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Of course. Like, and- it's just written, um, it's just written, he introdu- simply introduces them and then immediately confirms they met on Rise Up. But so like the uh, Beverly uh, Beverly Crusher Do- like doctor. the no that's great. no doctor. like all of that is Picard. and that's it's the best thing Patrick Stewart that's the best thing about it the episode is because you know you see him at a disadvantage sometimes but you almost never see him like truly vulnerable and yeah. like emotionally worried and like wounded by what's happening around him and yeah. I find that very endearing uh, and I really like it yeah me too I really like it too wait more trivia <laughs> oh yes. Jesus Patrick never Stewart ends. was engaged to Jennifer Hetrick. Uh, this is that girl. Uh, oh my Tubash, god! During filming of this episode, they, they stuntman John Noah. Remember how he and Stuart full Hetrick uh, due to their their likeness. Wow, that's this is so. This is like uh, uh, Gary Shandling and oh, what's her name on uh, on the Larry Sanders show? Um, oh, I'd love. Uh, now I feel bad wow. that I forgot her name. This is crazy. Uh, I don't. I don't. Linda remember. Doucette. Linda Doucette. Oh, never Linda. Mind. Uh, I don't know these the things. Char- he okay, thought a char- about. He thought about. On, he got Character on Larry Sanders show was his real life girlfriend. Oh wow, yeah. Linda Doucette. <laughs> that's Linda wow. Doucette's I like theme that. song. So um, that's. 
kind of cool. I guess I thought they were just really good actors, but now that I see those sparks flying, wow, hello. Can I can I pitch you a, know what I'm saying? Can I pitch an alternate title for this episode? Please this is do. actually this actually was Lisa. This is Lisa's pitch. <laughs> we watched this episode together. All right. At the end, Picard is very upset to see that his girlfriend is now going with Q. Uh, so this episode should be called rather than Cupid, it should be called Cucked by Q. Cucked by or Q. Quucked. 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's been quucked. Come on, guys. Why didn't they think of this? Uh, I, well, the word didn't. Cuck it, wasn't a word back I then. I mean, cuckolded, why... cuckolded was, but it wasn't a slang. It was? Yeah, cuckolded is a very Cuck- Do you think this, com- this uh, cuckold um, started? What? Oh, back in the. It, I think From it was an, I think it was life. a Nottingham thing, actually. <laughs> cuckolding, when, yeah, cuckolding. I mean, yeah. like Sir Lancelot cuckolded King Arthur, for instance. Ooh, you know, because he got with Guinevere. So I, I bet they used the term. I'm gonna, back then. I'm gonna Google that later. <laughs> no, it's not like a fearful thing to Google. No, I'm saying is it <laughs> fearful? Like fearful? It would, yeah, like it would cause fright in you. Yeah, like you're a little like oh, no, I'm sec- oh, yeah. I'm sexual about it. Oh, okay, yeah. that's what that okay. that is. I, see, I don't I come across as sexy when I want to. <laughs> it's more just scary. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm really I'm really turned on. Have you been asking <laughs> Garrett to marry you uh, just like casually like this? Um, sort of. Yeah, I bug him about it and everything. <laughs> but once he saw my new house, he was like, God, I'm going to miss Echo Park. And I was like, bitch, you ain't on the lease. This is my shit. <laughs> I didn't ask you to move in. Marry me and f- sign this prenup. Yeah, I know I need to have a piece of jewelry and shit before he's trying to move in with me. Um, I'm buying a house. Nice. And my boyfriend is, I've been having this conversation with him for a long time. It's like, you should live with me. And he's like, I don't know. I kind of want to live my, by myself a little while longer. And I'm like, chill. Like, how long? And he's like, 10 years. And I was like, Whoa, okay. <laughs> and then I got this house and he was like, oh, man, I'm really going to miss Echo Park. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I guess you're just moving right in. Now you're moving in. Are you, is he paying the mortgage? What's going right, on? Right, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Good no, question. And then are you giving them equity? You better What's start washing them dishes. You better start washing them hall closets. What? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, ooh, the spookiest time of the podcast has arrived. The end of it. <laughs> Adam. Do you have anything that you'd like to plug? Oh, we got an episode of Admirals Everything coming out on True TV in probably around August. No official date yet. Oh, but <gasps> August. Let me plug the hottest month. Let me plug stuff to come out. End of May. I've got my new podcast coming out on Earwolf called Factually. It's an interview podcast. I talk to experts and cool people like Fantastic. that. Fantastic. That's going to be out, great. Yeah. yeah. Earwolf. Did I do it right? Do, am I not allowed to do that in Forever Dog? Please don't do that. Uh, <laughs> They're they're just they're they're both canines. Brett's really upset. They are nice. both canines. Brett just became really upset. It's almost as if the dog evolved from the wolf. <laughs> oh, he doesn't like that either. Wow, he's yeah, angry. He's really angry. Um, Brett's mad. The Brett Mad theme song is starting. Brett gets mad and he gets real mad and he throws stuff around and he hits us a lot. What? Why did I say that? Okay, no, that's terrible. Nobody's laughing. Um, I was laughing. It, You've laughed a lot this episode, <laughs> and you were not laughing then. And I congratulate I you. You know quietly. what to not laugh at. Um, Veronica was reading, so I was trying why. to see if anyone in Star. Uh, I was just trying to see what their birthdays were. I don't know why. <laughs> I was just trying to figure. You know what's out. really funny? Actually, a thing about me in Star Trek is I put on my calendar years ago 
uh, a yearly reminder on my like iCal, uh-huh. a yearly reminder for when Jonathan Frakes' birthday was. <laughs> but when it came around, <laughs> so I useful. couldn't remember why I put it on. I was like, there was some reason I put Jonathan Frakes' birthday on my calendar. I was like, oh, in nine so months, I'm going to want to know what day that was. And then when it happened, oh. I didn't know why I did oh, it. Oh, it's so August 16th. Was what? So you just know, and just you don't so know. I know. Yeah, you just just so, so I can but think like about that it. is just a thing that you're you have memorized for no reason. Yes. Ooh, I hope it comes back around. Yes. I mean, I know his August birthday 16th. will come back around. Do you think they're gonna one put, way or another? Do you think they're gonna put Q in the new CBS series? God, eventually? I fucking hope so. It's when they did the Mirror Universe. I was so happy. I was like, I was very happy to see that back, and I really want to see some modern Q. I would love to see like. Yeah, who Q, young Q, like would he evolve from maybe? Or I mean, is it I, just more John Delancey? Well, it could be more John Delancey. And now he's how 70. How they explain that he's 70. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, John Delancey was born in 48. Mm. He looks like uh, like, exactly a, like right a more handsome Bill Murray what? there. Yeah. That's interesting. He's good looking guy. Yeah, he's, he's like hot Bill Murray. Yeah. He's hot for for his age. He's Don't hot. You get, didn't, did you get so excited when you saw him in Breaking Bad? I did. He's in Breaking Bad, briefly. When? He is Jane. Remember Jane, the woman with the severe bangs who dies? Jesse's yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, his dad. She was yeah. his dad. He, he's he's air, her dad. Air traffic control dad. Yeah, and he's in, he's only in like two or three episodes, oh, but I was like, Q, that's Q. That's and Q. everyone was like, who are you talking about? Yeah. Like, no, no, it's Q. He's going to teleport. That's right. He was incredible. He was really great. He's amazing. What a good actor John Delancey is. He's, uh, he's, he lights up the screen in this. He just does. And honestly, the Adam Ruins Everything character is slightly based off of, just in oh, like really? the, in the precision of the movements and the uh-huh. sort of like little bit of theatricality that he does and like the sort of posing, I feel like I got a little bit from that. Like it's definitely wow. an influence on, because I watched him so much as a kid and he's such a, you know, his, the way he toys with everybody. Uh, and he's, you uh, know, yes. Ah, uh, he yeah. toys and you yeah. toy. Yes, oh, yeah. a little bit. Guys, watch Adam Ruins Everything for a sneak peek at the far and wide influence of your favorite John Delancey character. Please do. Q? Q? Um, Q? It's Q. Who is your favorite? Star Trek, TNG. Who's my favorite? Who's my favorite character? Yeah. Oh, let's see. It's Picard. It's Picard. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, Jordy because I was drawn to nerdy oh, characters. I always had a strange aversion to Troy as a child. I don't know why. Now I get the character more, but as a kid, I was like, I don't, I don't like her. I don't know why. Um, but uh, yes, it's a hundred percent. Picard is like the protagonist for me. Do you think she was too like nurturing, or or maybe too like I honestly, onto people's? No, I think it's a hundred percent the outfit. I didn't like the outfit. I understand. Uh, she reminded me of like my mom's friends. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Where I was like, ah, like I'm just. I'm not, I, I don't, uh, put put something else on. I don't like, I just, as a kid, it made me uncomfortable, you know? Um, Do you think it has anything? There's th- there's a thing where they're presenting her as, as in an extremely oh. sexy way. And as a kid, I was like, I'm not attracted to her as a, as a person. And you know what I mean? Right. And so I, I, it was odd to me how much it was like, Sexual. check out her form fitting. I was like, how about just she wears normal clothes? Yeah. I understand you know? that. I can, I when can someone imagine, yeah. is supposed to be hot and it's presented to me as hot. Sorry. It's, it's so upsetting. Yes. Cause you're like, uh, and, and uh, she's a fine Sorry. actress and, and, you know, the, char- the character is important and everything. And, and, uh, you know, I have, I, but that's how I felt as a, as a kid. Do you think it has anything to do with her? Like weird ship's counselor meant the captain confided in me. He does when he thinks it's necessary. Like, the scheduling is going to drive me nuts. never spoke to you about me. Not that I recall. 
Does it have anything to do with her her inability to have client confidentiality? <laughs> She's so loose. It's like, hmm. Very I thought true. about that too. It's, I was like, well, damn. Hey, stranger. True. Like, I just met you. Like, yes. You're the, the counselor. Yes. Very true. The idea of patient confidentiality has just withered away in the 21st <laughs> century. Like we, yeah, we just talk openly about other people's problems all the time. She's a fucking straight up gossip. When she says I sense Every great anger, I... she shouldn't say that about other people out loud. I'm... Yeah. That's a secret. Yeah. We'll talk about it off mic. Makes me crazy. I understand. I'm like, I can't see we'll these fix... numbers. How about this? We'll fix it. Thank you. Yeah, I'll wink at you and I'll go. We'll fix I'm talking it. about scheduling. Yeah. Uh, we just get text messages with a bunch of numbers and they're supposed to be dates. Looks, but all I see is the matrix. And I'm like, I, I, I'm uh, not falling. It's numbers. like watching an LED. Yeah, it's so much. I it's fall like, off the screen. I, I literally fucking Einstein. To I look short at this, circuit every <laughs> time I see it. It's really bad. They at. ask me and then they, uh, uh, they double check like again. So every time I like unlock a level of numbers that I've deciphered <laughs> and said like, no, they said more. video game. Yeah. It's just it's like, I'm feeling like I'm playing Same, this game dude. and catching terrible. up with, with Same. real life. I don't understand. Well, speaking of scheduling, I got to run. Yeah. So. Oh my God, he's doing more. You had a heart out than exactly anyone right now. You had a heart out. A Just heart don't out. be careful on that street because you can get a cut eye. Um, <laughs> Thank you, folks, down for there. Me. I hate I'll you. you watch out for my eye. <laughs> Thanks uh, so much, Adam. Thank you. Bye, Bye, guys. Love you. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarchet. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>